whatever day. Mondays I wake up late. I'd say about half past 11. I go to the bagel shop and get a salt bagel with cream cheese locks, onions, capers, and tomato. I end up seeing Lucy there most weeks. She says she comes for the coffee, but I'm pretty sure it's just to see me. The coffee there is so bitter you need three sugars and a heavy splash of cream to even drink it. Still, it's just like Lucy to drink it black. We used to sit down and improvise a conversation. She has such an imagination. That's my favorite thing about her. Now that we've discovered the perfect dialogue, we rehearse it like a stage play every time we meet. We like to pretend that today is the last day of the forever day and that tomorrow we're getting married. I've never met her family and she's never met mine. In fact, we've never said a word to each other outside the bagel shop. We don't even see each other the other days of the week. Tuesdays I don't get out of bed at all. My sheets wrap around my curled body just so I can feel as though I've entered the womb again. I turn on the television and watch reruns of I Love Lucy until Rebecca comes over. She has the greatest lips. Rebecca, not Lucy. I never ask her, but I'm certain she had injections shortly before the forever day began. The reason I don't ask her isn't because I'm afraid to offend her, it's because we never speak. Our relationship has been strictly sitcom and sex since the two of us met at the bowling alley a few days after the forever day began. There was a shooting that afternoon and we both hid behind lane number six. We weren't sure why we were hiding. We weren't going to die. No one was forever. Wednesdays I write my book. I mean I write my whole book. I write all 60,000 words in one sitting. It takes the full 24 hours and I know it disappears after that but it feels so good to accomplish something. It must have taken me hundreds of thousands of years to memorize it in totality. The book is called The Incision and it's about a world where dogs can inherit their master's mental illness through a lengthy surgical process. I wrote it after mine and my brother's struggle with bipolar disorder. I know it sounds cruel. I'd never want to put such grief into another being, but I think it's better an animal harness pain than a human. Thursdays I get high on cocaine and go to my favorite amusement park, Underworld. They have a ride called Tsunami Joe that rockets off at 300 miles per hour and shoots off straight up to the sky. With the cocaine in my system, there's always a moment at the top before the car drops back down that my heart stops for 15 seconds. I can feel myself crossing on over to the other side. My soul splits its tethers to my body and soars towards heaven. I always wake up in the hospital alive. I feel bad for the people who have to live every forever day sick, dying, or watching loved ones dying. There are some women that have to deliver a baby every day. I envy them. Sure, they're in immense pain, but they also get to experience the greatest beauty this world has to offer. Fridays I go to work because Alice always shows up on Fridays too. I work in a movie theater and I don't like to leave her alone for the nighttime rush. She's autistic and has a tough time with crowds, especially when someone orders various sizes of popcorns and drinks. And, you know, I mean, someone has to start the projector. It's important that people do their jobs throughout the forever day so the world can have enjoyment. If everyone just partied all the time, we'd miss out on so much. Don't get me wrong, I don't blame anyone that does. I just think there's more to life than forgetting it's spinning. Still, Saturdays I wake up, brush my teeth, go to the bathroom, and then pop a cyanide capsule. When I wake up, it's as if no time passed at all.
And then Sundays I go to the dog park and watch all the dogs and their owners run free. There are so many breeds and so many smiles and so many wagging tails. I used to take my dog Alvin here. He used to always sniff everyone's butt, and I mean the humans, not the dogs. But he died a month before the forever day began. He ran into the street and was hit by a car. I held his broken body, fully able to feel his soul emanate through my skin and into my heart. It only felt right to donate the little savings I had to the park. They put in this bench in his honor beneath the tree he'd always pee on. The hardest part of being stuck in Forever Day is knowing Alvin isn't here to spend it with me. I think I could live this day for eternity if he was here. If only. If only today was the day before he died. In regards to Forever Day, I am a very, very big fan of the movie Groundhog Day starring Bill Murray and directed by Harold Ramis. I always imagined, you know, a spin on this. What if everyone was repeating the same day over and over again? And this is a little taste of what happens if that were the case. (laughs) It's pretty sad that, you know, the thing that this guy loves most in this world is his dog. And his dog died just soon before Forever Day began. So he can't live eternity with his dog. But shit happens in life, I guess. The next story up is called Mana Part 2. It's a sequel to Mana Part 1, and we're going to find out more about Honey Burlinson and her adventures. I hope you've enjoyed what you're listening to. Next up is story 30, Mana Part 2. I think it's the last long story. So thank you so much for listening, and uh, bye-bye.